Welcome to the Port City Church Podcast. Today, we're trying something new, a midweek meditation on our current teaching series, Created to Become. My name is Zach Canby, and I'm a part of our creative team here at Port City. And today, I'm here with our Wilmington campus pastor, Clay Everett. Hello. Hey, Clay. Hey. How you doing? Doing great. Yeah. Still waking up a little bit this morning, but I'm doing great. Hey, well, aren't we all? Yes. Uh, How is 2023 treating you so far? Uh, so far, so good. It has been a good start of the year. I think a, a great restful Christmas time led to kind of feeling refreshed and renewed and, and ready to start something, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're only a couple of days in, so it's right. still going, hey, what am I ready for? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. What's coming my way? But I am excited about where we're at and what's coming. That's great. Yeah. I uh, just got back from helping lead a trip of college students to Passion. Right. Took- that's right around 100 people to Atlanta, yeah. Georgia for a conference. So I'm feeling a little tired. Yeah. But you know, I bet. Um, but also excited because not only is Overflow starting back this week, but right. all of our student ministries are starting back yeah, this week. So super exciting. It's an exciting time. Mm-hmm. Well, today we're going to be talking about how to determine the kind of person that God has created us to be. But first, Clay, I'd love for you to share the heart behind this teaching series and why we decided to start our year this way. Yeah, Created to Become is a series about how you and I become the kind of people that God has created us to become. And really, it's a series about formation, right? This reality that we're all becoming someone. We're all being shaped and formed somehow. The question is, who are we becoming and how are we being formed? Mm-hmm. And maybe even more importantly, like what is it that's shaping and forming our lives? So yeah, as we're thinking about formation, you know, formation's not a it's not a Christian thing necessarily. It's it's just a reality mm-hmm. that our world, our circumstances, um, our lives are being shaped by something. Mm-hmm. And so, as we start the year and we're looking for vision and direction, we need to take notice of what is shaping us and how we're being shaped. And so I I think this series is helping us to see that, one, God has created each of us on purpose for a purpose. He's created each of us uniquely to be the people that we are and are becoming. Mm. And there's a beautiful reality there that, you know, God sees us complete and he also sees us in process. Mm. And so... You know, the, the truth is that the normal, natural pace of our, our lives don't always lead us to becoming the kind of person that God's created us to become. They're forming us in lots of ways, and sometimes they're malforming our lives. Mm. And so, man, we just want to take this opportunity at the beginning of the year to look to God and mm. to have a lens through which to see our formation and who we're becoming. And so that's the idea of the series. Mm. feels like a great time to start that at the beginning of the year. I think there's a lot of hope in it, yeah. but also some work required. For sure. Yeah. I also think it, it, it's really cool how this lines up with a practice that our church has done for over a decade now. Right. And that's uh, the, the practice of choosing a word. Right. And if you've been around Port City for a while, you've, you've heard us use that terminology, my one word choosing a word, picking a word. Mm -hmm. For those that might be newer to the Port City audience, Mm -hmm. could you give us a little bit of an idea in the heart behind My One Word? Yeah, so My One Word is a lens 
through which to see what God is doing in our lives, as opposed to us starting the year making resolutions or promises. I'm going to do better, try harder. My one word is kind of picking just this one word through which we get to kind of see God doing something in us. And so, you know, as we thought about my one word and how important it has been in the life of our church, we believe it's something that all of us can be a part of. And so bringing my one word into the series or really building the series around my one word, it is looking at my one word as a formation lens. Mm. And so, man, it's going to be so helpful as we go through this process of kind of landing on a word, Mm. right? The process is going to be a huge part of it this year. But then to have this one word that we get to use as this lens to see our formation, our becoming, and God's work in our lives is I think so helpful. And so we really would love for everyone in our church and everyone who is kind of listening in to what we're doing to go through the process of picking a word and to care about the process and to spend time on the process, but then to come out on the other end with a word that's going to help kind of drive each of us through the year. And we're excited to continue to think of and come up with ways to help our church engage with their one word throughout the entire year this time. So I'm really excited for that. That's great. Yeah, and like you said before, we all are constantly being formed. Mm-hmm. Formation isn't primarily a spiritual thing. Right. But my one word is a way for us to actually to gauge our spiritual formation yeah. by looking to God to see what he might be wanting to teach us, what he is teaching us as the right. year goes on. And yeah, one thing that we're doing different this year is instead of January 1, everyone hopefully having a word ready right. to go. Yes. We, we've decided to take the month. Yes. This year it's called Sketch Month. Right. We're sketching out our ideas, right. getting ready for the year ahead. So if you've already chosen a word, you are ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Congrats. You're an overachiever. If you haven't chosen a word yet, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. And we're excited to do that together. And mm-hmm. one thing we were hoping to do over these next four weeks is to help you guys process some things about your word for the year. And that's not just because your word matters, but we believe your spiritual formation matters. Right. We believe who you are becoming matters. And it's because we believe that you were created to be who God made you to be. Right. And so this is actually a really exciting thing for us to, mm-hmm. to slow down, to consider. And that's mm-hmm. what we're hoping to do today. Yeah. You can check out portcity.church slash word, and we'll have lots of resources there for you to examine this on your own, to journal this out in your quiet time. We also have notes that you guys can use in your community groups to have these conversations together. But what we want to do now is we just want to ask a couple of the questions from this week's content. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to take a look at some of these questions. We're going to get some of Clay's insight, and we'll go from there. Mm Mm-hmm. So the first question this week is, how do you notice or pay attention to the person you are becoming? I think this is a beautiful question that leads to something that you might not want me to say, or you might not want to hear, but is that to, to, to notice anything, to be able to pay attention, um, you do have to slow down. Like you actually have to create some space to be aware to take into account what's going on, to see something. And that's a lot of what Mike talked about on Sunday was was seeing. Like, we're shaped by what we see. And and so to notice who you're becoming is going to require you to slow down, to take some time, and to pay attention. And I'll be honest, one of the best ways that I have found to do that is through journaling. Mm. Writing requires me to slow down and to articulate, to process. And Mike talks about all the time. He suggest very kindly that we should all journal. 
And I'll just say I'm not a great journaler. How mm-hmm. do you say that? <laughs> I'm not it. great at journaling. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. But I've made it a, a habit and a practice in my life. And my journaling really looks like me talking to God and me kind of processing out how I'm feeling, how I'm doing, what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. what I'm struggling with, what I'm feeling like is going on in my life. And that's been the number one best way that I've been able to pay attention to to my life and to the person I'm becoming. Yeah. You know, I think there's some other ways. I mean, they're all going to require you to kind of slow down. One is like paying attention to where your time, your money, your mind are going most often. Mike talked about this reality that what or who we live our life with is going to shape our life. Mm. And so where's my time going? Mm. Where's my money going? Where's my mind? Those things are shaping me. And that's a a great starting point to go, okay, how are they shaping me? And how are they shaping me into the person that I am becoming? And then my last thought is, is people Mm -hmm. like I I can think to myself, I can try to analyze myself all day long and I'll Mm -hmm. probably miss some things, Mm -hmm. but other people see it. And having some people, just a couple of people around you in your life that like, that know you, that you trust and that you trust will be honest with you mm. is so key. Mm-hmm. Um, I think other people like that become a mirror to your life. Yeah. And so as I have regular conversations with friends and family consistently, I'm able to actually see my my growth and my becoming yeah. kind of th- through them. Mm. And so it's going to require us to slow down. Yeah. It's going to require us to take some time. And that's kind of the starting point to the process. Like, are you, are you willing to engage in the process of noticing who you're becoming and becoming who God created you to be. Mm, That's really good. I was thinking about this this morning. When I was in high school, I was a swimmer, Mm -hmm. and my coach really wanted me to get serious about swimming. So they encouraged me to join a club swimming program. Right. And without realizing it, what it was is it made me pay attention to all of those things that you just talked about. It Mm -hmm. made me pay attention to where I was spending more time. Right. Was I surrounded by people who wanted me to get better? Mm. Was I dedicating my time and my energy Mm -hmm. and decisions, habits that were uh, leading me to become the kind of swimmer that I could be? Right. You know, and I think in the same way, that's kind of what we're we're asking people to do is to to kind of audit, audit some of those places in your life, because if you are interested in growing spiritually, we do need to pay attention to those yeah. things. And I think the cool thing is, is at this time of year, our church is offering so many different ways for you to surround yourself with people that are going to help you in your spiritual growth. Yeah. But there's so many different ways for people to engage. And I think it's just a matter of, of taking the time to slow down, like you said, to audit kind of where you're at so that you can recognize, am I doing things that are helping me to be the kind of person I believe God's calling me to be? Yeah, yeah. And there's no guilt there. No. Like, um, wherever you are, like to get anywhere starts where you are, yeah. you know? And so it is that kind of that, I love that word you're using, audit. Yeah. It's just kind of assessing wh- where you're at currently. Right. And that's going to be super helpful in this whole process. Yeah, for sure. So the second question is, where do you see yourself as unfinished or in process? Yeah. Which I feel like is a potentially scary question. So as we take time to assess our becoming, uh, well, we naturally recognize the discrepancy of who we are and who God has created us to be. Yeah. And this is usually a place where we can be really self-critical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it can be a place full of shame 
But Clay, mm-hmm. could you speak to this in our lives as they are in process? Yeah, for sure. I'd love to. I'd, I'd love to first just speak as a pastor mm. to us because I get excited about this idea of us being unfinished in process people. Mm. It doesn't scare me and it doesn't cause me to look down on people that they're unfinished. To me, there's so much potential in that, right? This this reality that we are in process means that there's like more to come. Yeah. Like the, the fact that someone, you know, I'm throw out a word here, but the fact that someone may be immature is exciting to me because mm-hmm. that means there's room for maturity, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, and we all start somewhere. Like we all start as immature little kids and we grow up to become adults. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that Mike has said for years at our church is that we're all crazy, right? <laughs> right? We're all unfinished. We're all in process. We're all imperfect. Mm-hmm. And our starting point is just saying, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so I, I love that reality. I'm excited by that. I, I love it when someone comes to me and says, hey, I'm a work in process. How do I grow? Mm-hmm. Like, th- Then you're, you're ready to grow at that point. Right. If you say, I've got it all figured out, I'm finished, I don't need any help, then there's, there's not a lot of hope in helping you grow from that place. Right. Paul talks about this idea in a very pastoral way in his letter to uh, the Philippians, and I just love it. This is how he says it in Philippians uh, chapter 1, verse 6. He says, I am sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Mm. He says, I'm sure of this. It's his way of saying like, I'm certain of this. I'm confident. I have a, I have a surety and I have a, I have a joy and excitement in this reality that though you are a work in progress, mm. I know that God's going to finish that work in you. Yeah. And like, I think he sees this, like this potential in that. And so, you know, I just want to say to you, I think, I think God sees you both as you are right where you are mm. and he sees you in the f- fullness of who you are. Like yeah. he sees both and, and he's not bothered by the fact that you're not fully completely mature or finished yet. Mm. And he invites you as you are. Yeah. And I think for us, man, what a, what a beautiful reality that we just get to come to God as we are right where we are. Mm. And it's, in that posture that he's ready to do that work in our lives. And so I would love it if instead of you feeling a shame or guilt over being unfinished, that you see potential and hope. And if you can see that, if you can begin to grasp that, I think you're in a perfect place for God to do a huge work in your life this year. Yeah, that's so good. I think so many of us really do wear this pressure to be perfect. Oh, yeah. And... I don't know. I'm just thinking about you, Clay. You right. you have three kids mm-hmm. and a brand new kid. <laughs> yeah. And you know, day one when you became a father, were you the kind of father you are today? No. No. I'm, I'm assuming you've you've learned a lot <laughs> a, along the a way. Lot. Yes. You know, and you'll be learning the rest of your life That's what correct. it means to be a father. That's correct. And no one's looking down on you because you no. didn't have it perfect on day one. No. And so I, I hope that just gives people some mm. some encouragement that God is not uh, upset that we don't have it perfect on day one, right. and that I think He's just excited for us to to be engaged in the process. Yes, and that's what Completely. this is all about. That's right. Yep. Okay. So the the last question for today that we'll get people to think about is how can you step into twenty twenty three fueled by hope rather than regret? Mm-hmm. And so I guess I'll just ask 
that to you personally, Clay. So as you look ahead to this year, how would you answer this question? Yeah, so I think for me, I have to be able to see 2022 as a part of my formation process. Yeah. Not simply looking at, I mean, how did I fail? How did I fall short? Mm. And then how am I going to like kind of bridge those gaps? But saying, man, the good things of this past year, the hard things, the successes and the failures were all a part of me becoming who I am today. And they're a part of who I'm you know, going to become. Mm. And so, I mean, for me, I think part of the way I'd answer the question is I did our personal retreat. Yeah. Like I, that was so helpful to me because that gave me um, a way to look at this past year and to just see what was happening. Like what, what were these themes that God was pulling out? And I'll be honest, I saw some themes of maybe what most people would say like failure, like some mm. places where I, I, I just, I kind of fell short mm. and I could just try to like improve those things or I could say, okay, I recognize that. And even in that, those struggles and God was shaping something in me. What, what was that? Yeah. Like what, what is he trying to do in my heart and in my character and in my thinking? And so, yeah, I took some time to do that work that week between Christmas and new year's and that's already helping me to see and to walk into this new year with hope yeah. because I'm learning even from the places of my weakness, the places of my failure. Mm. And, you know, even my failures in 2022 in God's hands are a part of me becoming exactly who he's created me to be. Mm. And so I've got to remind myself of that kind yeah. of daily. Yeah. And man, that allows me to operate from hope, not regret. And I think, you know, for me, and for you, it's probably easy to operate from places of regret, mm. but I think there's more to it. And I think God has more for us as we do, you know, allow these kind of these, these finished things or these things we get to look back on and say, man, that's a part of me being shaped. Yeah. And then trust that that's a part of this future process of me becoming the person that God's created me to be. Yeah, that's so good. I'll make a plug really quick. If you haven't taken the personal retreat yet, it's still available. That's right. You can go to portcity.church slash retreat, and it's still available for you to take no matter when you're listening to this. Right. But I just think as we're talking about who God has created us to be, it makes me think my community group at the end of the year just walked through the book of Ephesians. Mm -hmm. And if you are doubting maybe how God sees you, Ephesians mm -hmm. is such a good book to read through mm -hmm. because... Paul, all throughout it, is literally just laying identity statements over yeah. you, which are maybe contrary to what you would believe about yourself, but it's it's what God believes about you. Yeah. And I think the more time you can really soak in those things and, and receive those things as this is who God sees me as, the more hope-filled that you'll be. Mm -hmm. And one cool thing is you read through Ephesians, which you're reading through all these identity statements, and it's not until, um, I think it's chapter four, where there's finally a command. And the, the command in Ephesians four is to live a life worthy of the calling that you've received. Yeah. And that's not like a threat. <laughs> right. Uh, I yeah. think it's an encouragement. Right. I think it's an encouragement that, man, God sees you yeah. so highly. Um, he's given you such a high and, and holy calling. And that's not something to be scared of. It's mm -hmm. something to be excited about and something yeah. that we should be encouraged, that we, we shouldn't waste our time on other things because what God has for us is so much better than we could ask or imagine. Yeah. 
Yeah, w- one year my wife's word, uh, her one word was perfect. Mm. And it's this beautiful reality that um, because of Jesus, God sees us as perfect. Like he, he, he sees the perfection of Jesus like kind of like laid on us. Mm. And yet he is in the process of perfecting us. Yeah. And so that's the reality yeah. is like our identity statement, you know, as as sons and daughters of God, as dearly loved, as holy, as saints. Yeah. God sees us that way, yeah. but he also recognizes that he is molding and shaping us into those statements as well. Yeah. But we can't lose sight of the fact that God sees us yeah. as perfect. Yeah. He sees us as who he calls us. Yeah. And from that place, we get to become it. Yeah, that's so good. I know we've already said a lot, but I I think there's one more thing that I would just say. If you're looking to go into this year fueled by hope and not shame or regret, I would encourage you to join a group. Mm-hmm. I would encourage you to to have some kind of community around you that can that can call you up yeah. towards this identity that God's given us to remind you of that identity when you feel like you're lacking or you're not yes. there yet. Yeah. And I think for most of us, we can know the right things, but when you hear it expressed to you from another person that cares about you, that has your best in mind, yes. when you can hear those things actually verbally spoken over you, that makes such a difference. So yeah. that can just be my, my last little plug for today. But I just think it's great. community encouragement will be one of the best ways mm-hmm. for us to go into this year fueled by hope. Yeah, I love that. Clay, we, we did it. We talked through today's questions. I hope that individually now that you guys are able to take some time to consider these questions on your own. And maybe this is yep. a time for you to break out your journal and to write these things down. One of my friends has started, instead of journaling, they hate writing, but they're a talker. And so they open up their <laughs> notes app and they yeah. just do a voice recording. You know, maybe <laughs> that's, that's you. Yes. Um, maybe it's a chance for you to take these questions and sit down with a friend that you care about and to talk through these questions together. But we would love for you guys to take some time to consider these questions on your own so we can start this year strong. Mm -hmm. Clay, would you pray for us? Yeah, I'd love to. Father God, we're here. We're the start of this year. And Father, I know we probably all come to this place from different seasons with different thoughts and feelings and emotions. But Father, I pray that you would draw us first and foremost to yourself. Father, that that we would be with you, that we would live life with you, that we would walk with you in this newness of the year as we begin this process of, of becoming, becoming the people that you've created us to become. God, I pray just for so much of your grace to be on us, you know, the reality that your love towards us is unearned, undeserved, that we just receive it. And this process of yeah, looking ahead, some of us might easily turn towards regret or shame or guilt. God, I pray that your grace would just be sufficient over those things. God, that we would see ourselves how you see us, that we would see you for who you are, and God, that we would have this confidence to begin this process, to be formed and shaped by you into the people you've created us to be. God, we thank you for your goodness to us. We thank you that you will complete the work that you started in us. We trust you for that. We're believing that. And we ask that you would just lead us through this process, lead us through this year. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Clay. And thank you all for joining us today. 
If you would like to see our additional resources for the My One Word experience, you can check out portcity.church slash word. We'll see you next week. Thank you.